I like to ramble, ramble. I like to ramble, ramble. I like to ramble. Welcome to the innermost ramblings of Fiona. I'm Fiona and I like to ramble. It's actually been the way that I'm learning to get to know myself. Um, I started voice memoing myself and feeling my truth as I speak. Like, does that feel good in my body? Mm, that's not quite right. I'll keep talking and then feeling, oh, wow, yeah, that is, that is, that is not. Um, so this is where I ramble and process whatever is alive, whatever is staring in me in any given moment and invite you to listen maybe you find some identification maybe you're like yeah that makes sense or maybe you're like what that's not my truth and I hope that you'd seek out your truth as you listen um listen to your body listen to your responses um and maybe even do a little rambling of your own thanks for joining me hope you enjoy A few disclaimers before we dive in. One of them being that this is me essentially just voice memoing you. Um, this is this is how this podcast is born. Me just being like, well, I just voice memo myself, and now I'm voice memoing other people, and now I'm just gonna voice memo the world. <laughs> um, so, I mean. My dog Rusty is here with me, so maybe you can hear him and birds in the background. There will be wind, there will be sound interruptions, it'll get loud and soft, so um, that, that's part of how I want to record. The other disclaimer is that this is me just rambling, working out what I think and feel, and it changes. Like, I listen back to previous things and I'm like, man, I don't agree with that anymore, or... I've come so far, like I can remember feeling that way, but it's not how I feel right now. And I think this is a particularly vulnerable way to share, but it's also, again, exactly how I want to share. Like the intention is that these are voice memos and I use voice memos to process. So what I think and feel in any given moment because I'm human, changes all the time. So um, those are my two disclaimers. And two really key intentions of why and how this podcast is built, produced and shared. So without further ado, let's get into the part where I ramble. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slept and drank all night, acted all Greetings, one and all. This is the song that is in my head. I most listened to song or one top five listened to songs <laughs> in 2022. Go fuck yourself. You. Um, first things first. 
I am in the process of trying to put dates on the calendar, which is proving more difficult than I would have thought. Mostly because, um, <laughs> mostly because I'm a manifesting generator and I don't ever know how I'm going to feel. So me trying to make dates a month in advance, like how, how do I know how I'm going to feel in a month? I don't. <laughs> um, which is, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the hold up. Um, and just feeling so busy already and being like, I want to do everything. I want to do all the things. I want to do everything. I want to do all the things. Um, <laughs> having said that, one date that is on the calendar that has been on the calendar for a little while now is, um, primal screen. So, um, the embodied space and I, aka me, <laughs> um, is hosting Primal Scream and um, there'll just be a workshop exploring, not just, but it will be a workshop exploring screaming, um, the expression of screaming, the emotion, the energy and motion of screaming. Um, this is possibly my most requested um, workshop um, possibly the only one that people have regularly been like can you do a workshop on that please like oh when is your workshop on primal screaming when is your workshop on screaming I'm just <laughs> so it's coming it's here it has arrived um, we're gonna do it at the farm so that we've got a lot of space and we're not gonna disturb anyone um, with our full expression um, the 8th of January 2022 um, so if you're interested or terrified by the idea of finding your voice um, and have it I guess the invitation is to have space held for you to find trust in yourself because you don't for me I didn't need to trust anyone else. I had to feel safe within myself, safe to hold myself and be like, it's, I mean, I live on a farm, there's no one around, but I still didn't always feel safe to just let loose, to fully embody what I was feeling. And that learning to embody what I was feeling fully has been one of the ways that I'm, I've healed. Like I had chronic fatigue, so, Learning to just be like, this is how I feel in this moment. All of this stuff lives in me at every moment until I let it go. Has shifted so much energy and just freed up so much energetic space inside me. Um, so that is a thing. 8th of January, Sunday the 8th of January. Um, 1pm to 5pm at the farm. Um, tickets from Humanitix. Woohoo! Uh, link will be in the show notes. Um, yeah. And so no, 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 no. Come on the ride. 
with me through some other rambling thoughts. Enjoy. What up, y'all? Um, I recorded this episode before Christmas. Um, the Friday before Christmas. Um, so I am sending you a whole bunch of Christmas love and hope that you've had, um, a Christmas that's felt connective. Um, I, I guess I've had all the things, right? Um, hello, Rusty. Um, and yeah, maybe that's, that's really what it is. It's that having ever experience. (laughs) Um, and yeah, these, these ponderings have come from feeling disconnected. So it's like only in knowing what it feels like to be disconnected. Do I discover what it feels like to be connected? Um, anyway, enjoy. I will see you on the other side. You. I feel lost and like I just want to really, I don't know, it's, it's been a weird 24 hours and I've watched myself need connection and not get it look for connection in places inappropriate or what I thought were inappropriate have things reframed and have (laughs) so much time with my niece who is the teacher of connection. She is just so <laughs> so the teacher. So the one who is showing me how to love. To connect, to ask for what she wants. And how nourishing it is to receive someone's full desire. Like it is nourishing to me to receive someone else's full desire. To be met with it without it being manipulative or held back in any way. Like she's just like fully herself. And fully in the play and fully in the joy of it all. Like, she, I mean, her whole world is about her, but it's not. It's not, and it is. It is and it isn't. Um, like, she wants connection. She, she, and yet she's so aware of other people like she wants she wants everyone to play with her dad play mum play 
Auntie Fiona, play. <laughs> um, and Indy, like her little sister, come play. And I mean, Indy's. Four months? Four months. <laughs> Just. And I've watched the. And I feel the shift in my body after getting that level of connection and joy and presence. And. Like. I get that she's not like that with everyone. <laughs> She she's 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 a friendly little human, a very social little human. She knows what she wants. She wants everyone in on the game, and the game is life. She wants to share everything. Um, But my brother, he made the observation that she's like a mini-me, like she follows me around and that feels really good, really special, really, really special to me. Like really special. Feels really special. Um... I just learned so much from her. and her ability to own what she wants like it feels so nourishing to me to know what she wants there's something and it like I don't know there's a part of me that's like if she were an adult and she was that demanding would I still engage with her but like it's because her energy is so pure it's I don't know it just feels good and I have come home and like just to notice the the difference in my body around craving things um like I clowned on Friday night. So it's Saturday so last night. <laughs> Feels like lifetimes ago. There's just been so many <laughs> big things. But um yeah, so I clowned last night and I've been clowning I guess since I finished school. Um and admittedly I didn't clown when I was chronic fatigued. <laughs> um but I clown, I've clowned most years for the last couple of years um, for the Christmas parade and uh, in my local town. And yeah, just like last night left me feeling really lost, really lost in myself, really lost, not connected at all. Um, and it's interesting to like... I, when I first started clowning, it was like, that was, that was my ticket to be more expressive, my ticket, my permission to be more playful and fun and ridiculous and kind of almost still hide 
behind the mask of a of a clown of like yeah I'm a clown so I get to do these ridiculous things um But it's, there's just so many shifts in me that I came home and I'm like, I just want connection. Like, there wasn't any being met with the same level of anything. And that partly is me. Like, I, I struggle, I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to be myself with a lot of people. There wasn't space. And I guess I still carry that fear of, like, if you really knew me, would you like me? Um, in this community where I grew up, like, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't safe to be myself. And, like, people didn't want to dance with me or engage with me or meet me in the play. Um, and... I guess I go to dancing room weekly and I notice like this combination of like getting getting my my needs met in the sense that <laughs> like this connection piece, this need for connection and having that with my niece, with Adeline, with just how she is so she creates connection by asking for what she needs. Can we just let that land somewhere? And sometimes those needs can't be met. And they weren't for me consistently as a kid. I am pretty weird human. Or maybe I'm just a human that's not fitting in any of the boxes and structures that conservative country towns or the conservative um, church that I grew up in allowed for. Like, there just wasn't space for expression and self-discovery. Um, yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> um, and I guess I carry that in my body. And notice yeah just notice like I it once upon a time was a real expansion to to clown and I still had fun but there was like I need more and I want to come I wanted to come home and just be be in connection I wanted to find connection and like found myself just grabbing food and grabbing my phone and very very unable to track myself in in present tense because I was just feeling so disconnected I wanted connection um a video came up on my feed around loneliness and like this idea that if, if I was hungry I'd eat food I do struggle with that connection in my body um, lately, but I like it's like I'm trying to feed disconnection from humans. I, I'm I, I've journaled a lot actually in the last bit, and just this pondering of 
um, I'm craving connection so much, but do I have the capacity for the level of connection that I'm wanting? Like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Um, And maybe, maybe the desire is there because I do have the capacity or I'm still looking for... Um, like it, it's leading me home, right? But I haven't known how to get that in a in a way that's healthy or sustainable, and or I've just lived in transactional relationships for so long. I don't know, but like the difference that coming home today has made after spending so much time in play. So play is healing, but like play in connection with another human that human is two and a half years old but damn she's like the teacher she is the sage she is so unapologetically her that it's it's healing for me to be in her presence to connect with her um Like that in and of itself is a, it feels good. <laughs> um, feels different, it, it hits different, it nourishes me different. And it's like this pondering of um, uh, knowing that... I am so different now and I go on and on about dancing room and there are there are I mean pros and cons to all things but it's this space where I get to have connection on a weekly basis where I don't have to organize like the organizing and the showing up is not done by me um like the community it's the showing up my choice to show up every week and be a part of it and allow myself to think and feel and belong to something that in and of itself is I mean huge I can remember a time when I was like I went to the same church for my entire life and I still didn't feel like I belonged um and I church hopped trying to find places of belonging and I never ever felt like I belonged because 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 why because because I wasn't allowed to be myself like it wasn't safe to really be me um and I feel like dancing room's a bit of a mottly crew but a mottly crew where I can be as mottled as I like and it is celebrated and it makes me magnetic and I watch and I feel the difference in my body and I watch and feel the difference in other people as they interact with me and there's connection and I'm learning to ask what I need and dance is the way home to myself dance is the way home to myself play is the way home to myself like that's why hanging out with my niece and playing with her her full body play is healing to me because I feel it in my body she's fully there And she asks that of me, invites that of me. 
but this dance like the way that I dance is the way that I live and most often it's like I will experience myself and the possibility of what it feels like to live in more connection to myself or like with more freedom or with more whatever it is just with more it comes through dancing like I experience myself most fully dancing I am most fully myself when I am dancing when I am moving when I am me (laughs) um me without apology right and my dancing changes my dancing has changed immensely um I care less about who sees me um Having that taste, tasting that, like I dance on the daily by myself. That is part of my, how I know myself daily practice, how I connect, how I, yeah, like I move what I'm feeling and I feel what I'm moving and there's newness in that and there's oldness in that and there's process in that and, uh, what's the word, Um, alchemy in that but dancing with other people is still an edge for me but it's also a healing it's like I know what connection feels like because I can do it in a place where I am most myself (sighs) um my niece adores being picked up and thrown around and I I have a friend now at Dancing Room who wants to do that with me, who's willing and able to pick me up and throw me around over his shoulder, swing me upside down by my legs. My niece freaking loves it. Like, I do it to her. And she's like, again, 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 again. And I get it. Like, I get it. I get how good it feels, how free it feels, how in my body. And, like, why would I not want that? Why would I not want to trust that someone wants to engage with me like that and be so playful and can and will and can hold me like that and to surrender? Like, I have to trust and I have to surrender. And it, it's it's healing me. One, to be like, I really love this and I really love the way it makes me feel in my body and that someone would want to play with me like that. Like... Yeah, I just, and there was none of that clowning, and yet to look back and be like, and that was my most expressive, that was where I found my most expressive self, that was where I started dancing, that was where I started moving my body, because it was safe, it was a container, it was a costume that felt really expansive, and now it feels constrictive, and it's like, man, I have come so far and that in and of itself is worth celebrating um and this connection piece of like I just the way that I crave the way that I experience myself like craving 
doesn't make me bad. It it's my way home. And I I've been using craving to shame myself and be like, no, you can't have that because it's fill in whatever blank you like. Um What happens if it's the way home? What happens if I fully own it and I'm like, I want connection. I want connection. That's the ultimate thing. I want connection with myself and I want connection with other people. And if I don't freaking name that, I feel empty. I'm not going to get what I need. I'm going to isolate. I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to hurt other people. And that will happen no matter what can't always have yes and even if yes happens sometimes that hurts as well but this like what happens if craving wasn't the enemy but actually this, this when I ask for what I crave for that is the point of connection that is the point of homecoming that is the point where magic happens and I want to say where sparks fly, <laughs> not romantically, just like that's where energy gets to flow in its most freest self, if that is romantically you. But there's so many other places where craving and desire happen. Like I desire to hang out with my niece. She desires me to pick her up and throw her around and chase her around the house with an elephant toy and make strange noises every time I catch her and then do it again and then swap <laughs> and then do it on the trampoline <laughs> and then play ring a ring a Rosie like 10 times in a row like it's just it, her desire is unceasing but I'm not bogged down by her desire like I'm bogged down by my desire right what happens if I responded to my desire like I respond to my niece's desire as a place of connection rather than a place of failure. There's another piece that I've really been pondering, well, a couple of pieces actually that I've been really pondering, curious, checking in with, and that's like this, the way that I isolate, like if I'm not getting the kind of connection that I need, it drains me. If I'm getting some of what I need, but sacrificing some part of my soul, like if it's a a soul craving and I have to sacrifice a part of myself, a part of my authenticity to get it, then it's actually still draining me. And maybe I'm just extra sensitive <laughs> or maybe I'm just done trying to make things that aren't nourishing me work. And I, this word nourishment, I associate with food. I had a friend just remind me like hey let's reframe food nourishes and you're trying to get nourishment 
and so you're using food and maybe that's not the best way or the, the kind of nourishment that you need that I need but it's it's fulfilling a need but if I'm doing that in all my interactions with all the energies in the world like it's it's almost like well that's how I'm getting my need met in other interactions so I'm settling um and yeah I I I am an introvert I'm a I'm a hermit I like my own space but the I need like this balance between okay and I actually need the space to feel and to process and to to know and to to know <laughs> um, to, to come to know myself but there's also um, a removal of self from connection when I just can't like when I can't get what I want or need um I I brick wall it uh and that makes my need for connection even more achy like it becomes an ache in my body it becomes a panic and that feeds all of those cycles again (laughs) um Yeah. There's also this piece about like what what and where is the balance between meeting my own needs and getting my needs met outside of myself and having someone hold my hand whilst I meet my own needs. Like um the example that comes to mind is shopping for me. Like I just, I find shopping so incredibly overwhelming. I push it off a lot. <laughs> um, and I'm in the process of being like, hey, I think maybe I need some support with this. It's not that I can't do it. I just, I might get five items on my list and then get to a point where I'm like, I just, I, I hit a wall with processing capacity um yeah and like this this shared I'm reading um frugal hedonism I think it's called and and people who need people are very blessed people indeed or something along those lines is the um, title of one of the chapters one of the sections and I'm like I don't know there's a lot of things that I like to do by myself that are nourishing to me because I do them by myself um but there's a lot of other things that 
I think given the right time and space and in right kind of interaction would be more nourishing and like self-care done with other people I still need time by myself but like yeah that balance of when is it that I need me time and when is it that I need and want and actually yeah it's it's a healthy thing to look outside myself because I mean it can become selfish right if I'm so self-seeking and it does it it becomes this like I can look back on my life and see how physically I went downhill like I went downhill so fast physically um, when I was lonely and there are there are periods of time like I was house sitting and I couldn't drive um so um someone just dropped me off at the house and I'm like well I can't go anywhere and I thought that was a good thing right some time and space to myself but my body just stopped working so that like human being needs human beings I have I mean I'm out walking walking the dogs maybe they're walking me we are walking together <laughs> and and we walk like these are beings but they're not I mean they nourish me so much and have both these dogs have and see me in ways that humans will never see me but I need humans to see me in ways that dogs will never see me um Where is the balance? I don't know. How do I find that balance? I don't I don't know yet. But I do feel like it's got a lot more to do with just being being what it feels like when I'm dancing unapologetically, when I'm taking up space and being like, "Do you know what? this is what I want? This is how I want you to touch me. This is how I want you to engage with me. This is this is how I want, and I, I do, I feel the emptiness, or the, the disappointment, when a particular person I might interact with at dancing room isn't there, or there just isn't that connection, that, that magic ease that might have been there the last time I danced with someone, or many times before, and it just, it's not on point one night at dancing room. Um, and yeah, uh, maybe that's something I can pay attention to. That's really important. Um, like that doesn't, I mean. It doesn't end my night, but I do, I'll keep seeking what I need from dancing room. Um, but like that, that, hey, dance with me, hey. And I had a conversation with a friend, actually, at dancing room, who said to me, I don't, I don't know how to get myself into a situation where I'm dancing with someone. I never dance with people. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Um, which... I, this is, I mean, it's new to me, but 
this person's very good at dancing, so I just assumed that people would dance with them, but like knowing what to do with their body and how to interact with another body, that's, I guess, how to interact with another people's, another person's energy without getting clunky or shrinking or being self-conscious. They're all things that I'm practicing. Not just the dancing room for the dancing part, but like for how do I want to show up in my life? How do I, and, and that, that again is what dance does for me. It's like, it translates what is happening in every other part of my life. I dance how I live. I live how I dance. Um, and they were saying, look, I don't know how to dance with someone else. And I, I have connection points and, and tools that I, I now have in my toolbox as far as ways that I like to connect. But, um, yeah, and offering those to other people. It, like, it always brings me back to me and myself. And it's like, I do have these tools and I do have... And what happens if I just ask? Like I was like, and sometimes you just have to be like, I want to dance with you now. <laughs> that doesn't always mean people are going to be like, hell yeah, I'm going to dance with you. That that's that's where the uncomfortable leaning into it. But more often than not, people were like, yeah, <laughs> yes, please. Um, <clears throat> and and then letting go, like. If I'm holding on to expectations of what it, what that dance is going to look like or bring me or feel like I should be, I'm going to be sorely disappointed usually. Or if I just, I'm, if I allow myself to be presently surprised by the spontaneity of it and the autonomy of another human interacting with my human energy, that is that is where the magic happens like the letting go and the surrendering and the enjoying another human enjoying myself <laughs> it's the same sort of thing with my niece like letting go of the expectation and being led and leading and playing and backing and forwarding and being delighted by that interaction and I want to say transaction and not in an unhealthy taking way, but like a both parties are receiving so much when it's open and free and playful. Um, yeah. It still, it still lends itself to this question of like when and how and I, I'm very aware that I've spent so long isolating myself because I haven't, the needs that I had weren't being met so then I was just like well I just won't even ask, I won't even, I won't even bother, I'm not gonna, but, and the damage that does to not just me but the world around me um like by not offering and not showing up and not following my desires I shrink not just myself but the expansion of everyone else that I would touch along the way as I expand into my desires like 
desire is a point of connection. It's, it's a point of expansion. It's a point of homecoming, not just for me and my body, but every human that experiences that energy in their um, orbit. <laughs> like the body recognizes, I believe, and feels even if not consciously. Like it might not recognize in a conscious brain way, but it will, yeah, it knows what home feels like. That's, that's the beauty of the body. So these are my ponderings on that, which seems timely around Christmas, because <laughs> there is so much like extra humaning to be done. <laughs> um, and not always easy humaning, but yeah, I just, the more I live in my body, the easier humaning gets, and the more baffling at the same time, right? <laughs> uh. Yep. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Another episode of The Innermost Ramblings of Fiona in the Books. Thanks for coming along. Um, please like and subscribe and share and do all those things. Um, <laughs> uh, and if you want to find me on socials in between time, um, you can find me at the underscore innermost underscore ramblings on Instagram. Um, or check the show notes for um, yeah, other ways to connect. Until next time, have a brilliant, beautiful day, night, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world, whenever you are listening to this. Um, yeah, from my heart to yours. Bye.